Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hope everybody's all right on this Tuesday, January 17th. I'll tell you who's not all right is Tom Brady. He's scared. He's scared to get hit. That was an ugly end to Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers season at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, We'll see if it goes on, if that was truly the end for Tom or if he wants some more next season. Tell you who else don't want any more. Phoenix Suns. It was a much different game than the last time around, about two and a half weeks ago. Grizzlies, Western Conference leading Memphis Grizzlies take care of business, and the Phoenix Suns pick up their 10th straight win in doing so, 136-106. It was a laugher there by the end of it. And again, that's a shell of a Suns team with no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker. But who cares? Last time Dwayne Washington Jr. was talking trash. So was Tory Craig. John Morant, 29. We can go all that up and down the list. It's a thing of beauty. I'm with Chris Harrington. It's one of the best games the Grizzlies have played all season long. It's going to get tougher on Wednesday, John, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, <clears throat> what a night. What a night for the Grizzlies and what a night for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. America's team looked amazing <laughs> last night. Not sure anybody in the NFL could have beat them last night. They were just uh, pristine. Perfect game from Dak Prescott. Rushing touchdown, what, four throwing, uh, passing touchdowns, something like that. I mean, the guy was amazing. The guy was just on his game last night. His best ever, you have to say. Uh, That's the best I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was special. He was special last night for, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. And if he can recreate that, I mean, we're looking at I mean, 76% completion percentage, 305 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, 1433 uh, passer rating. Oh, my gosh, he was good. Uh, compared to Tom Brady, who threw the ball 66 times, 45 of which went right into the dirt. I mean, it was, it was, hard, to, it was hard to watch it. I will tell you. Yep. I had, I had Dennis Quaid on any given Sunday hard to watch. The last two and a half, three weeks, I've kind of been, ever since it was obvious we're moving on from Derek Carr, we being the Raiders, I said, okay, let's go get Tom Brady. Let's go get Tom Brady. You, you know, you've been scouting Tom? 
And I don't think I want that dude anymore. Like, I don't think I want Tom Brady anymore. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this, but I just don't think there are any more excuses for his play. Um, he's got his receivers. He's got his offensive line. You know, he was just bad. He was bad. And so we'll get to that today on the mm. show. Jessica Benson's going to join us at 11.25. Talk to her about what the Grizzlies are doing. Uh, they're getting ready for a, uh, a long road trip coming up. So uh, we will talk to her about that and, and, and maintaining the d- damn Denver Nuggets are right there. I mean, it feels like this is going to be a, a race all, up, all the way up until the end mm-hmm. with Denver. Um, so we'll get to all that with her at 11.25. And then Trista Crick is going to join us at 125 from BetMGM tonight. She's a Cowboys fan. She's a Cowboys fan. And, how, uh, how are Kings looking? They're fourth. Are they fourth? Yeah, five and a half back. Five and a half off the pace. Wow. That's kind of crazy. But they're a game and a half ahead of fifth place uh, Dallas. Yeah. So <clears throat> Kings are holding their own 24 they are. and 18. They are. They're better than I actually she, thought. She got a bow down though, to the Grizzlies. Yes. Uh, so Hottest team in the league. We'll touch on that. She's a Cowboys fan who did not believe in the Cowboys against Tom Brady. She, uh, I believe we talked to her about it last week, and she said uh, Tampa Bay in the points is what she wanted. Well, that did not happen last night. That did not deliver whatsoever. For uh, for old TK, I hope she didn't bet it. Although I get it then, that, that old, the old emotional hedge. She, she wasn't the only one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into all that today on the show. But a few things we want to touch on. Let's do over-under. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Under. Under. Grizzlies do get the dub last night. Win streak will get to 11 and a half games. Over. Under. Do you yeah. Get there? So right now they're 10. Franchise record is 11. Set last year. Yep. So they're going for the tie tomorrow against the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are obviously a very, very good team in the Eastern Conference. They're fifth, 28-17. Um, Donovan Mitchell coming in town. You know, that defense that, that uh, you know, may or may not travel with Cleveland. I don't know what their – um, I don't know what their injury situation is. I want to say I, I heard Harrington mention that Mitchell might have had something here last game. Okay, so, so we'll have to check on him. Yeah, look, second best defense in the league behind the Grizzlies. Yeah, uh, they are, however, uh, nine and thirteen on the road. Uh, they are not nearly as good on the road as they are at home, which is you know understandable. But the best teams in the NBA are able to find ways on the road. Also, the the Cavs at this point have not been able to do that. I mean, the Grizzlies are above 500 on the road. They're 11 and 10. You know, I mean, the, again, you look at the you look at the Celtics. They're 16 and 7 on the road. Nets 14 and 8 on the road. Um I don't think the Cleveland Cavaliers are quite there yet. I don't think they're a team that can come in here um and beat the Grizzlies as well as the Grizzlies are playing. So, yeah, I I think this get, gets to 11. I think it ties it. And then you're going for the record against the Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. And I mean, I think every time these two teams meet, you know, the Grizzlies are fired up. They're, they, they take it seriously. This isn't usually a situation where you have to worry about them coming out hungover or, you know, have some kind of letdown against the Lakers because there's some history between LeBron and Desmond Bain and the passing of the torch and all that. And I think Ja is the kind of guy who, you know, really relishes those opportunities to put on a show uh, at, at at the artist formerly known as Staples. So, um, yeah, I, I will I will certainly go over. I think the Grizzlies break the record. They get to 12, and then from there it gets kind of tough. I think they have the Kings coming up, um, the Suns again. So it'll be tough. I don't. I mean, they're not. They're, they will lose again. I feel pretty confident in saying that. I don't know what it's going to be, but yeah, they're going to break the record. They're going to and they're going to do it against LeBron James. 
Um, this, this we, we, we mentioned it. Cleveland represents a much greater challenge, number two in the league defensively. Also, they're the slowest in the league uh, pace in terms of pace. And so what are the, the Grizzlies have scored like 130-plus in three straight. This stat about 115-plus in every game during its ten during Memphis's ten game winning streak, they're the first team to do that since the '80s. The Lakers, the, all of that is going to be challenged tomorrow. Whether Donovan Mitchell, it's a left, it's a groin strain, by the way, on him. Okay, so, so he he, he, he could possibly, yeah. Whether he's playing or not, defensively, that's a team that's going to try to slow you down. Offensively, that's the way they play; they slow it down. So, in terms of scoring the way you have, yeah, it's going to be challenging. Uh, no question about it. In terms of playing at the level, 130 points here, 115, that might all come to a to a head. But the one that matters is the streak. And, again, I think in the end, you look at how healthy this team is right now. Look at the box score from last night. Like, you know, you, you watch this team now, and with Brandon Clark in there, with Santi Aldama hitting threes, last night David Roddy goes to a three, you, uh, from three. You know what you're going to get from Tyus Jones. Gives you the ten points to go with the eight assists. Like that bench, it's what we've sa- we said. What hopefully when this team gets healthy and everybody's whole and you've got your regular five out there, this bench can the one that's had parts of it in the starting lineup can settle into being one of the best in the league. You watched the broadcast last night on on TNT. You're switching back and forth. They're blown away. It's a national perspective. They're blown away by Memphis's depth. I mean, you got Brandon Clark coming in there as efficient as he is and getting whatever he wants. That that's. That's the advantage the Grizzlies have right now over just about everybody in the league. Yep. The depth and how things have sort of fallen into place during this winning streak. And so with as high levels they're playing, yeah, man, I think they go over. Now you go five-game road trip after that, and you got to think right. at some point. Yeah, LeBron I mean, just scored 48 last night. I know it was against – did you see the this thing of him? You played against my dad, your rookie. Yes, Jabari, Jabari Smith. Yeah. yeah. And he had, ended up having 48 in that game. Um, I'm not saying they lose to the Lakers, but you got them, Phoenix, John mentioned it, Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota. You figure at some point during that road trip they're going to drop one. But, yeah, this thing's going over 11 games. They're going to they're gonna break the record that they set last year. About this, it was after Christmas that they ended up going on that streak. About the same time, uh, I think this is a much more potent team and certainly one that's healthy and capable of going much further. Tom Brady to the NFL playing another game, like game in general. The number we've set from our staff is .5. Over. Under. So the question is, is he done? Did you see him after the game? Saw the press conference after the game uh, where, he, you know, it was very wistful. It was very, uh, you know, hey, thanks for the way you treated me here and, and uh, this, that, and the other, basically. It, it felt like a goodbye to the media contingent in Tampa Bay. Look, this guy's going to play again. He ain't going out like that. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, a couple things. One. The FTX collapse. I mean, he was he he had a lot of money in that thing, too. That divorce. I mean, he's gonna have to fund that thing. He has three hundred and seventy something million dollars waiting on him in the broadcast booth. That's true. The money's not gonna be. Uh, it'll be there That's whether true. he plays or not. But he knows he can do that whenever. He can get to the booth whenever. Um, I think he's a competitive guy. I think he's going to talk himself into. This was a toxic situation. I had a lot going on in my personal life this year. I needed a fresh start. I need to get back with the coaching staff I'm familiar with, and I need to run this thing back somewhere else. Now, can he? That's a different question. I I am very skeptical, based on what we've seen. And there was a t- like two years ago, a, a short two years ago, you could depend on, for example, I mean, it, honestly, pick a guy: Brady to Mike Evans, Brady to Godwin. 
I mean, they could get a first down whenever they wanted to. They could get they could get to the fifty in one you know s- single you know bound. That's that's what you could count on. Again, just two years ago, but or even last year. But this this Bucks team has been bad. And okay, you want to say offensive line problems? Center came back last night. Didn't make a difference. That was one of Brady's worst games ever. He threw a red zone pick in the playoffs for the first time in his career, and it was awful. I don't. Was he trying to or throw the ball he was a away? Patriot. I think he had some run going, but yeah. Was he, he trying to throw the ball that. away? I don't know what he was doing on That's that. That's what pick. Aikman said, but I thought he just threw it up. He got scared there. Yeah. I, look at the pressure on him right there. I thought he. I thought he just floated it up there. I didn't. Th- I, he could have thrown that ball away if right. he wanted to. I think when you like he was praying it actually. When when you have this, you know, when you can sit down and you can think about it objectively, this guy's forty five years old. What he has done is is brilliant. What he has done will probably never be duplicated in the history of the game again. To be, be as good as he has been, well into his forties. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to leave room for, um, like this is this it's a wrap in terms of him being a guy that you can count on. Say let's bring him in. And we'll go to a Super Bowl. Like, that was 2020. That happened. And they won. But I think that was, that was, the, that was the swan song in terms of Brady's game-to-game greatness. Do I think he'll be able to channel it? Do I think he'll be able to have a you know, game or two or maybe even a month where he's just great and you're like, yep, he's the GOAT? I mean, what was it? He had a play in the, in the, first, uh, in the first quarter of that game where he pumped it once, he pumped it twice, he pumped it three times, and then he flipped it to Godwin. And you're like, this dude's a goat. Uh, he better not do too much of that. And then two plays later, he throws the damn, uh, it's like congressional investigation is needed here. You know, was this like a bribe to get back the FTX money? It'll be that, 46 in August, so before next season. I mean, so co- you're saying he will go on, play another game, but yep. he shouldn't. Well, Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know if shouldn't, but I, I, I just, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to find what he's looking for. I, I think this pursuit that he's going to be on, because he's a competitor. He's one of the most fiery competitors we've ever seen. He's yeah. up there with Jordan and Gretzky and, and Tiger and the greats. But I think this pursuit that he's on will ultimately be fruitless. I think he's he, he's going to have to learn the hard way, right, that I don't have it anymore. And it's not about the Bucks. It's not about the offensive line. It's not about the defense. Um, it's it's about me. But he's going to have to go somewhere else to, to find that out. You're probably going to end up being right that he talks himself into it. But I'm going to go under here and say that it's a wrap because Tom Brady is scared of the big hit. You can tell. Watch that game and think of it that way. Marcus Spears made the same point. If you watch him just from a football eye, whether it was him throwing the ball away or whatever else, scared about that rush up the middle, I promise you it looked like the guy had had nightmares about Micah Parsons before the game. So anytime Micah Parsons got close, he got sketchy. And that's the thing about it. If you're going to play like that, he'll be 46 come August. If you're going to play scared, you can't do it anymore. And listen, he already flirted with it. Yep. Right? If it, you're right, he's a competitor. The, fl- the, the flame, to me, was snuffed out last night, or at least it, it should be. Back to your point. Here's the thing. Tom, we were mentioning this before the show, used to own this little two-yard, three-yard circle that they used to have on Madden. Tom was the best at it. He'd avoid the rush that way with the footwork in the pocket, slide past the guy with your shoulders, everything else. The shoulder work he would use to do that was what made him elite. He wasn't scared of the rush because he owned it. Mm-hmm. Right there inside of his little circle, he can't do that anymore. And, one, and, and again, once you have a 45-, 46-year-old guy that's – that's not owning that circle anymore. We already know, Tom, outside that pocket, it's over. He's not owning that anymore, and it's in, it's in his head now. 
it, it it should be done. And I think if he goes back and looks at the at the film, you'll see a guy who's worried about taking that big hit that knocks him out. Mm-hmm. So now that's true. Because and because he's already flirted with it, it could get uglier next year. Oh. This was ugly for most of the season, John. You na- you said you said it before the game all week long. I'm trying to convince you come on this Tampa. No, no, no. Dallas better this 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 this. It doesn't look the same. You were right. Yeah. The whole time yeah. it ain't. And so whether it's – I don't think you can look at the Raiders, right? Yes, they've got weapons, but is that is that – Tampa Bay's defense fell the hell, that way off. But is yep. that tailor-made for you in a way that it was a couple of years? No, for you it, with the, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. And so I, I think when he takes everything into account and the fact that he's already flirted with this and the fact that he's got 370 million million waiting on him in the broadcast booth, you decide, you know what, it could get uglier. Let me step away now. I'm going to go under. But 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 let me let me let me counter. So that's let a little bit of that. he needs to, and and some he's going to come to his senses after again flirting with it last year. Yes, the flames should be out, bro. Look, look, I in ter- based on the 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 eye test, no doubt about it. You know, but we think of it in a totally different way than he does. Because what don't you think that he's sitting around saying, "I'm better than this. I'm better than what I've put on tape this year." I mean, I just feel like he's like that. He's, there's like this, um, this old, there's this fallacy, right? Like the gambler's fallacy, which is you're just you're one more away, you're one more away from hitting yeah. it big. And I kind of feel like Brady's got that gene. Like I just feel like he's gonna tell himself, I can go to the booth after this year. I can go after, I can go to the booth I whenever sense, I want. I sent, I saw doubt last night. Well, the within, question is, was within it, himself, was it doubt in the Bucks or or in his ability to no, keep doubt, it going? No doubt. Again, I can't do this if that rush is in my face and it's getting easier and easier to have that. Now it's just footsteps, John, that you need rather than getting there. You, you might be right because he's not the same guy behind that line. This is two straight years of losing. Um, last year was the divisional. This year was the was the first round, the wild card, and they were sub five hundred. You know. So I do think there 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 has to be a dose of, of sober reality well, to him. Like it, we were it's and it's not like you haven't considered it. You know, at some point last year you thought this. You decided your point, competitive fire. Well, what did that little bit of fire get you this year other than some you know, pretty bad memories? Let's yeah. let's this this is a tough year for him. No, very tough. So I, it wouldn't shock me, but I just feel like he, he if he really wants to play, he'll say, I'll just go uh, the booth will be waiting for me. Um, I'm, I'm going to give this You're probably going to end shot. up being right because it's Tom Brady and he just loves playing football. He does. He certainly does. We have the divisional round coming up next. Would you like me to start with the Jags and Please the Chiefs? Please do. Please do. Excellent. This is Saturday at 3.30 on NBC. It looks like a nice little card here. Jags at Chiefs. Chiefs minus eight. The Kansas City Chiefs. Over under. Yeah. Look, I, uh, I have been riding the Jags for weeks now. And I think they have a moxie about them that translates. I don't think they win. I don't think they go into Arrowhead and win. It's tough to do that. No, they're not, not many have they're, done. they're not doing that. But do I think they can keep this close? Do I think they'll be able to manufacture enough offense against a, a better than their probably rated Kansas City defense? I do. I think what, what Kansas City is really good at is sitting on, sitting on a, a lead and – Doing just enough, uh, you you look at the Chiefs and you're just like, man, they should be blowing everybody out. They should be winning games by 21, 28, 34, like, and they could do that. But that's just not usually the way they do this. Um, I, I think Doug's a good enough coach to find a way to keep this close. And I think Trevor is a, I think Trevor is on the cusp of being an elite quarterback in this in this league. I do. Um, so I I think they find a way to keep it close. It might be a backdoor situation, 
but I, 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 I can't lay eight and a half with the Chiefs. They have burned me too many times. They were up, what, 24 to zero on the Broncos, like week 13, and that ended up being a field goal game. Like, mm. they, they, they can dilly dally, play with their food. Yeah, they can absolutely dilly dally, and Mahomes can, like, you know, like Josh Allen did last weekend. You know, like he can do some careless stuff and throw it and turn it over. So now, didn't they handle y'all? Yeah, didn't, but that's a. Didn't us. they handle? That's us, bro. A poverty franchise. Yeah, that's a that's a poverty franchise. I just, aren't they usually against the spread? They're you, they're you bad. Gotta, you got to be careful. They're they're bad. Right? Yeah, because right? they're always so high. They're very inflated. Mm-hmm. So give me the give me the dog. Give me the dog who's got some momentum and some juice, man. Kansas City wins. Jacks cover. It's a three point game with the Broncos. Six with the Texans. Yep. Six with the Broncos in the first game with them. Three with the Bengals. The Jags say every game is a microcosm of their season. They 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 believe that they get down, they come back. They're not going to be intimidated. Now they did play earlier this year in Arrowhead. It was twenty-seven seventeen, but that's we're within striking distance of eight. There, we can we can, it can be twenty-seven twenty, bro. I think John's right. Give me the Jags and the points. Chiefs will win. But give me Jags and points. Hey. Yeah, a lot of the wiggle Jacksonville room Jaguars. A lot of wiggle room. I guess I'm I'm talking myself into Jacksonville after watching them play. It just feels good, you know, especially oh, that second all, half. They're, they're, to the right they're, side. they're a fun team, man. Yeah. They're a fun team. They they feel more real than not. Now they should lose the game, but uh, I mean, well, I mean, if you get yeah. the divisional round of the playoffs, you're a real team. What a season! For real, yeah, yeah. Like especially the way they started, and they're the new leader in the South. Like they've established exactly that this right. season's That's exactly what they've done. Right. But and I also don't think they're finished. Like I don't think they're looking at this like, oh well, we won a game in the playoffs and we won oh, the division. No, they're growing. Their trajectory is yeah. up. Like they want to. They want to continue to shock the world. What, what will they do? I don't know. And as Peterson and Lawrence just get closer, yes. like that thing will that thing will get better. I think yeah. the coaching there is is going to it's going to questionable yeah. admitted difference cincinnati buffalo the 3-2 game sunday at two o'clock that's on cbs we go to the bengals at the bills the bills minus five the buffalo bills this is the one to me we're under here gentlemen this is the game even at some books this is creeping up to five and a half which doesn't matter interesting there's no i mean five is a dead number in the nfl do we think the bills just had a bad game is that why we're going there yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, a. It says a lot about. I mean, that number says a lot about how the market feels about the Bills. I mean, yeah. they barely got by the rookie quarterback, third string rookie quarterback, yet they're laying five or more against uh, an awesome streaking Cincinnati team. Um, I, I, I don't think there's any way we're not getting Chiefs Bills. I, I just don't. I don't believe that. I, I feel like that's just destiny. And uh, an amazing runner-up season for Joe Burrow here after the Super Bowl. Did not think they would get this far. Did not think they would be this good. I'll be completely honest. I just don't think they have the the firepower on the road with the offensive line issues to beat Buffalo. And I think that number is, again, telling you a lot. So I, I know America wants it. America wants Joe Burrow, and he is great. But I can't fade Josh Allen at the crib in a must-win situation like this against a like team, like a similarly talented team. I think this is one that Josh Allen comes in locked in. He ain't going to turn the ball over five times. It ain't happening. He's going to be locked in and focused. This could be a classic from him. Give me the bills and the points. And the points. Let's go. We laying them. Love my futures bet. We laying them. Love it. Big lay. What do you think, Jason? Somewhere Joe Burrow's eyebrow just cocked up. (laughs) It's tempting. I get it, bro. It's it's, How do you not take Joe Burrow as a five-point underdog? Yeah, this could easily be a field goal game. Could be. You're exactly right. And that's what I'm going on. I respect it.
I'm give me Joe Cool in the points. We've seen it before. Everybody doubting it. these folks, talking yep. about their offensive line issues. Feels like what I said last season. Yep. You know, week to week. I think. And Uncle all they Phil. did was all they did was prove us wrong. And he can look like that against the Ravens throwing for two hundred, set whatever it was. It was less than two twenty five. No, was it two to in the two teens something? He could look like come back and throw for three hundred something. I think. I think it probably looks something like that. We're looking at a field goal game. So just give me, give me, give me, just give me Joe Cool. I respect it because I've seen it, and, and I'm not going against him anymore. I've seen it. They're streaking. You, John mentioned it. Give me him in the points. I still think the Bills get the get the win, a close one, and uh, what should be a fantastic game. I respect it. Giants, Eagles, the uh, plucky Giants. Dayball Saturday, seven fifteen on Fox. Eagles minus seven and a half over under. I think the I think this is just a, a a very simple handicap. This is a divisional game uh, in the divisional round, and they, these don't provide blowouts. They just don't. And I don't think the Giants are. It, don't ask me to explain it. I can't tell you how they're going to do it. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the Giants do. They just find ways to like keep games close to win. Yeah, yeah. It's smoking mirrors. <laughs> it's I, and great coaching. I think uh, I've yeah, said that. Table's no. awesome. I think the Giants. Keep this game close. I do. It's, they're wacky, man. They're like a they're a clown car. You don't know where they're going or what they're gonna do. You know they surprise you. Ah, jump out of the woodwork. Um, Daniel Jones is gonna have like seventy five yards on the ground or something. Like he's it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, the the what's the, the number? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, that's a that's a lot that's, of points. That's what I'm saying, like, like for a divisional game. And the Eagles have you know they're, they has haven't that moved been, at all. It opened at eight and a half. Oh, it's down to seven and a half. Um, so I, I look. It's a divisional game. Principle tells you, yes, I know it's in Philly, but I, I mean, it, again, it's like when I when you look at the when you look at the way that these games played out this weekend, almost to a T. Not every single game, but the overall majority, the better coach won or covered the game, right? Like the, with the yeah. except, like we we can go we can go back and forth That's on fair. Shanahan versus Pete Carroll. You know, I'm. I mean, I. I think you maybe give a slight edge to Pete Carroll, but the talent disparity was so great in that game. Every other game, though, the better coach covered or won, um, and I think that's what we're dealing with in a lot of these games. You know, that's why I like Doug Peterson. He's not a better coach than Andy Reid, but they're comparable. I do think Brian Dable is probably a better coach than Nick Sirianni. I'll give you that. So Giants get the check there. So I, I like coaching. I think coaching matters in the NFL playoffs. You know, I think the Eagles are going to roll, and after this game, everybody will be saying, "Oh, that's a team that can uh, that that looks like a favorite to win this championship." Thing. Yeah. That said, I still I, I have my doubts whether it's the 49ers or the Cowboys uh, with that Eagles team there. I don't have any doubts about them this week. I think they actually cover here. They, okay, listen to they 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 they've handled the Giants for the most part. One of those games closer than the score would indicate. Um, I like the Eagles to take care of business. Probably Finally. Win by double digits. We go to? The Dallas Cowboys. And John, you've, you talked about it for a good two weeks. You almost talked yourself out of it there at the end, didn't did. you? Yeah, no, I, I actually, when the when the time came, I did talk myself out of it. As you would say, the nut-cutting time, did you get into I, it? Or I, no? I, unfortunately, I, oh, I, I, I went against my gut and said, I'm just, I have to bet Brady here. And once again, this guy just kicks me in the nuts one last time. Those hurt the worst. Yeah, and all, all, all this guy's been doing is kicking me in the nuts. So, yes, at the end of the day, even though I was like, I'm, I love Dallas. I love all my fundamentals. Say Dallas. At the end of the day, you they, went against your own fundamentals. I did, and it Trust cost yourself. Me. And it, co- it cost you me. and Giselle both getting kicked in the nuts or or kicked somehow. From, well, but I think Brady's yeah. getting more kicked he's, in the nuts. He's, than he's she getting is. it from her, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So we go to this Niners game on the road in the Bay, and the Niners are favored by four over under. 
What do you think, John? Down to three and a half now. Okay. So that tells you that money is coming in uh, recently on Dallas. All right. My first thought on this was give me the Niners. Give me the Niners. They've been dominant. Um, they have like a, they have swag. They have playmakers on both sides of the ball as good as anybody else in the NFL. Uh, Brock Purdy is a rookie, get it, but he is as insulated as any quarterback in the history of the NFL with the running game, with the receiving weapons, and it's the Cowboys. Come on, it's the Cowboys. Like, you don't think they're actually going to do that again, do you? And then I sat back and I thought about it. And the, the challenge is trying to decipher how much of what Dallas did last night was because of what they do or because of how stinky Tampa is. St- T- Tampa is, was, was bad. They were never good at all at any point this season. They were a head case. Their wins were uh, unimpressive. Their losses were decisive. And we, we all just kind of took the bait with Brady, and that's the way that went. Um, I think Dallas has the ingredients to – Test Brock Purdy in a way he has not been tested in the NFL. If you look at what he has done, it's been great. It's been impressive. But they really only played one team um, with a pass rush, and that was Washington. And that was Chase Young's first game back, I believe. And I know the the final score was 37-20. Washington was tied with the 49ers at the half, and they were stopped on the one-yard line twice. So – that could have very easily been a different game if they get one yard. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas showed last night they can they can pressure Purdy, they can get to the QB, and when when the 49ers kind of let him loose in the first half last week, it was it was kind of ugly. They were losing. They were losing at the in the after the at halftime against the Seahawks because you know Purdy was having to make plays and he couldn't do it. So look, I I I think it's tight, but I think the Cowboys find a way to cover this number. I do. I think they have, like, they have, um, it's not as good as, as San Francisco, but they can throw CD at you, Tony Pollard at you, Zeke's still good for five occasionally, Noah Brown, the tight end, you know, Gallup. They have dudes. So if Dak Prescott has time, I think this is going to be a knockdown drag out back and forth. They're going to trade points, and I think it comes down to a field goal. Is he going to have time? That's the question. Yeah. Is Purdy going to have time? You know, is he he is he is way over. You're right about for he's, a mistake. Mm-hmm, he's doing it against mostly bad teams. I mean, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. You know, twice the 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 Raiders. I mean, just bums, bum teams. These Seahawks were not a good team. They were just not, and I I, I refuse to accept that. So this is going to be a shock to to the San Francisco 49er system. I think the upgrade in competition level um, and the talent level. Is going to be a is going to be a, a a cold tub for sure. I feel like I'm the square if I take the Niners here. Is that the square pick? Well, I don't know. It's early. It could be. It could be. But I think the Cowboys are perpetually square too. They're America's team. I just think the chances of Dak being that comfortable again mm-hmm. are low. Yeah. I loved the game plan. Pollard, 15 carries. Zeke, 13. Even though you probably pass it more to Pollard as well, mm-hmm. I like everything Dallas did last night. But I'm going Niners here. I'm going Shanahan because that's who I trust. Shan, just give me Shanahan over Mike McCarthy all day long. Although, you know, Mike had his team ready to play yesterday. He did. My gosh, I've never seen Dak so as th- th- yeah. never better than that. Yep. If he, they had they had a three week stretch there where they were really impressive. They beat the Vikings by beat the breaks off the thirty seven. They beat the Giants by eight, and then they beat the Colts fifty four to nineteen. 
you know, that is three games in a row where the that, I, mean, I think we were talking about Cowboys probably as, as Super Bowl contenders there. We were. Um, so I, you know, if they can if they can channel that again, they may win outright. They could, but I understand the hesitation too. Like you feel like that that pumpkin, that 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 carriage turns into a pumpkin at midnight. With oh, the, we've seen them just as yeah. bad and losing to Sam Howell. You know, yeah, we've no, seen it's, bad it, Cowboys. You're exactly too. right. It's 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 a tight one. But uh, I have no, I have no. I'll issues. be the square here. I have yeah. no issue. I might be the square taking, uh, you know, the 49 or the Cowboys. I don't know. We'll talk to Jessica Benson about that. The Grizzlies, obviously, what they're doing, all that, and more on the other side. Stick around, Jason and John. How do you turn to film? ESPN. Bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel wherever plays a rush this weekend. FanDuel's giving all customers a no sweat same game parlay during the divisional round. Should be a great one as well. We just went through the games. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you've already got an account. You're going to get free bets back if your NFL play playoff same game parlay. Doesn't hit. Same game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Nice little way to put a couple bucks down when you're a nice little tank of gas. Quarterback going to go over or under on the passing yards. Anytime touchdown score, running back going to go over or under on the rushing yards. Or how about receptions? That's the way you can build it or choose from one of the the thousands of other fans and bet a popular SGP that's already pre-made for you. Those are good for beginners. If you're new to FanDuel, join now with the promo code JSmith to see for yourself why they're America's number one sports book. And if you already have FanDuel, you could start building your no sweat same game parlay today. It's never too early to start talking divisional round. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of 929FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Three plus legs, minimum dollar bet required. Refund issues. Now withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund 100 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex oh heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 99789. Nine. Jessica Benson, 
Mr. Benson is the host of Rise and Grind on Grind City Media. Catch on the Grizz Radio Network right here on 99 FM ESPN. She joins us now. Jessica, have you ever, like, what's your most impressive streak? Like, do you have anything that, that uh, like, any kind of streak that you've gone on in your life that is remotely comparable to what these Grizzlies are doing? Oh, that's a good question. I was a nerd, so I had a good grade streak. Um, but nothing like this. Nothing like 10 wins in a row. <laughs> what, did you have a good streak? No, no. I, actually, I saw, like, some, um, you know, some woke video about how, like, you know, the perfect attendance – Institution. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, I was the opposite of that. Yeah, like they were like the 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 you know the I don't remember exactly what the you know the the theory was, but it was like you know the American school system you know puts in your head at an early age that you have to show up every single day, and if you don't, you're a worse person, something like that. Yeah, I was I was the antithesis of that. My parents probably pulled me out of school way too often, <laughs> but I was doing my homework on the road a lot. So I didn't have an attendance record. I, I was never part of a team that had a great winning streak. Um, yeah, just, just living life. That's my winning streak. How about last night and particularly the backcourt production that you got from John Morant and Desmond Bain? I don't know, Jess, I think at one point with Bain specifically, even coming back, I know he had the I'm back moment on the court. And, but but he had talked with J.J. Redick about, you know, that toe and it's still bothering him. This looked like, I must say, I, I think maybe we'd come to the conclusion, well, maybe he doesn't get back to the level that he was pre-injury, but still, if he's good Desmond Bain, that's a good thing for the Grizzlies. This looked like pre-injury level Desmond Bain, didn't you think? I agree, and I think there's a comfort level and where you start shifting from the space of he's back to – he's here and you do kind of trend back to those early season conversations that we were having about our John Morant and Desmond Bain, you know, the two components of one of, if not the best backcourts in the NBA. And in these last two games, honestly, both what he was able to do in, in Indiana and knocking down five threes in that win. But then what he does last night as he and John ja combined for 57 points there and 13 assists. And the thing about Desmond Bain is yes, it's great to see his three-point shot start falling again, but also just the aggressive nature to his offensive game, which is what we saw early in the season, right? That yeah. constantly looking to advance the basketball, putting pressure on teams to continuously wear the defense down, which is precisely what we saw against the Suns last night. So I'm in a very confident space with Desmond Bain at the moment, and I think it's really hard not to when you see the team operating uh, at this level, with him specifically stepping back into those early season vibes. What do you make of, you know, just uh, obviously tomorrow the Cavs are coming in. Like, we were talking about it earlier. It it just feels like, and, and this is sort of the way they've been, but even after sleepwalking through, you know, the, the first half, like the Grizzlies, there's, there's no such thing as them not getting up, right? Like they just, whether it, it might take them a, a quarter, you know, but it's like they, regardless of opponent, they get they give and bring the same exact energy every night. Like what other team in the league does that? It's been the biggest indicator of this ten game win streak, in my opinion. And it's the difference between like a young plucky team and a team that has consistently been maturing before our very eyes. And they're now at a place where they're not getting caught record watching. They're not getting caught roster watching on any given night. And I know the Suns have been bad, bad without Devin Booker, but you have them also without Chris Paul and. 
Sure, you kind of maybe sleepwalk a bit, defensive lapses in the first half, but the thing about this Grizzlies team is they've now become one of those teams in the league that can just kill you with a flurry. Like, it really does happen so incredibly quickly, and you saw it in the third quarter last night where suddenly they're up 20, and and it's too big of a hole for an opponent to climb out of, so it's not even close down the stretch. We were talking about it on Rise and Grind this morning. It gives some... Uh, reminiscent of like how the Warriors were, especially with those death lineup years and where they would just bury you in a, in a couple minutes, they could bury an opponent. And now the Grizzlies are doing that. And the thing that makes it so remarkable is they're doing it without being a spectacular three point shooting team as a whole. They're doing it by getting out in transition, by killing you in the paint and getting a lot of and one opportunities as well. That's been huge, but they have definitely emerged as this team where you, you can't go down too bad because there's just no climbing out of that hole. Rick Carlisle said after the game on uh, was a Saturday that the Grizzlies might very well be the best team on the planet right now. Do you do you think that do you think that like NBA coaches actually believe that or do you think that's like Carlisle gassing the Grizz up after they beat them down? Like do, I'm just curious like do you think it's a sincere thought shared across the league? Has everybody arrived at that conclusion yet? I do get that feeling and both from, you know, listening and, and- you never know how a coach really, truly feels, especially right after their team just lost mm-hmm. to a certain team. But listening to other, you know, for me specifically being a part of the radio crew and listening to the other radio announcers come into town and be like, yo, like this Grizzlies team is legit. You have something really special here in Memphis this year. To my friends around the association saying, this Grizzlies team is legit. You have something special here this year. And I think just keeping them in that stratosphere conversation, like, yes, the the Celtics are great, definitively great, but so are the Grizzlies. And and you can put the Nuggets in that category as well, and especially as the Grizzlies continue to be tied with them for that top spot in the Western Conference. And, of course, the Nuggets have the head-to-head right now. But you're starting to see that distance and that space coming between those two teams and anyone below them, specifically in the West. I mean, I think at this point it's the Pelicans who are four and a half games back, but it's getting less crowded at the tippity-toppity. And so I think it's very fair to say the Grizzlies are, you know, establishing themselves as a true contender. Like, we can say that now. They are a contender this season. As, I don't want to go too far because I think it was just a few games ago that he did he did foul out. But, but Jaron, last night, <laughs> zero fouls. You know, to, you know six zero. blocks jumps out. But how, how about that zero fouls? He's been talking about that lately, didn't he? Didn't he, didn't he say he doesn't think they're looking for him as much? It does seem like, you know, as, as great as the – you know, sort of his offensive switch from outside in, or at least kind of that, to, to inside out guy. It's, you know, what everything that he's doing defensively, you just can't take your eyes off right now. And last night, the zero fouls, you know, keeps you on the floor at, at, at the critical times. Exactly. And, and just his overall importance for this team. And, you know, it's something that he's taken pride in and taken extra attention in. But also, as he continues to gather respect as a true defensive player of the year candidate in this league. Some of those ticky-tacky fouls, you have to think, as his reputation continues to grow, you would hope that that whistle grows with it. Like, we'll just call it what it is. But just Jaron as a totality, I mean, that sequence last night when he had the the and one and then missed the free throw and then immediately got his rebound and had another and one and made the free throw in that case. Like, that's a five-point swing, courtesy of Jaron Jackson Jr. And it came off of a block on the other end. And just to see him approach his, his offensive game with the same confidence and the same, like, I'm a bully, I can do this against anyone who comes at me, 
has been one of the, the best developments of this winning streak from a personal standpoint with this Grizzlies team. You know, last night I was listening to Charles and, and Shaq at halftime, and they were asking Charles about, you know, the West or best teams. And, and he, you know, right now he gave the edge to, to Denver. And, 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 and just if we're just rolling with that for now and saying, okay, Denver and Grizzlies meet in a Western Conference finals, right? A lot, lot that have to be determined before then. But they, are, they do seem to be pulling away from the pack right now. What would that look like, Jess, just in terms of games, you know, just a, 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 a real light look at what a series against the Nuggets, seven-game series in the Western Conference Finals would look like? What, what would you envision? I would envision a competitive, fun matchup if there's anything to be taken from, you know, early returns from both these teams. But I think the thing that continues to stand out for me with this Grizzlies group, and the the Nuggets have it to a certain degree, but just the versatility at which the Grizzlies can attack someone in a seven-game series and where you can really play those chess matches. And we've seen, you know, as Taylor Jenkins continues to evolve as a coach and his staff comes with him. But to think about the depth of this Grizzlies group being able to go against, yeah, sure, you get the Nuggets and you're going to potentially have three-time MVP Nicole Jokic on the other side if that were to play out the way that it goes. Um, but for the Grizzlies to have your starting five, including two of the best defenders in the league who can guard one through five in Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr., you have John Morant, you have Desmond Bain, you have the glue guy of Steven Adams who's going to do everything in between. And then there's just not much drop-off. Like when you go from John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. to Tyus Jones and Brandon Clark – that's remarkable. You throw in Santi Aldama, and you heard Monty Williams talking about Santi Aldama not getting enough credit as someone that opponents need to be considerate of, of Zaire Williams as he continues to get confidence back. David Roddy had a nice game last night. That's where my confidence continues to build, and, and you think about the Grizzlies matching up with anybody, and I think they're proving that they are built to match up with just about anyone, especially in the West. Talking to Jessica Benson, uh, joining us Tuesday here on the show, Catcher on Rise and Grind and the uh, Grizzlies Radio Network here on Return FM ESPN. How high are your hopes for Danny Green? He just started uh, five on five earlier, uh, I guess late last week or over the weekend. <clears throat> like, what's a reasonable expectation for him as he's coming back from that ACL? Like, it, is it fair to have any expectations? Do the Grizzlies have them? Like, what do you think this could look like with Danny Green? I think you want to temper expectations, of course, and want to understand all of the benefits that Danny Green has given to this team as a veteran presence amongst a young group. But you would hope that, you know, if he comes back to even some level of what he was giving before, he's an immediate boost to the perimeter defense that's been a little sketchy and spotty throughout the year. And he gives you three-point shooting, which has been a little sketchy and spotty throughout the year. So if you can have Danny Green give you anything there, I think that's nothing but a positive. And to see how, you know, he's interacted with the younger guys within this group and and kind of been like the elder statesman sitting on the bench, it would be exciting. Now, that said, he's recovering from an ACL injury at 35 years old. That's a massive challenge. And so you don't want to shoot for the moon right out the gate, but just to see if he could come back and, and give this team anything as they make this playoff run would be exciting. Just I do this every year around All-Star time, and then it comes and it goes, and we have another dunk contest that we forget about. Is, <laughs> is there anything possible the NBA could do to get a Ja Morant or a Zion Williamson in the dunk contest? Knowing Ja and what he's motivated by and the, the way that you do, 
Is there anything the NBA could do to get a guy like that in the dunk contest? Something we would really, really want to see. One billion dollars. One billion. <laughs> I don't know. Put, yeah. it, put it with a B. That, that, it feels that like otherworldly, though, right? Like it would have to be something ridiculous. A game changer. Like yes. It would, yeah. A game changing amount of money. That's, yeah. that's a game changing amount of money. One billion. Yeah, we get Mac McClung. Bro, we're going to the yeah, G League. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's asking for one billion. See? I mean, when we have There's to go to the There's got to be an amount of money to make that something again. Now, Mac McClung's going to be electrifying, though. Like, he will, he do, will, he can duck that thing, bro. Do you think if there was a, he can. a $15 million cash prize that Zion and, and Ja would go for it? $15 million cash prize? <sighs> no. Brought to you, sponsored, no. by, sponsored by Kia. Sponsored by Kia. I don't think that's I mean, going to get it over. Is, I don't either. What's because, the number? I mean, yeah, that's more than 20 mil. $20 million to duck. Come on, man. Twenty million dollars. Yeah, no bro. one, no one is gonna do that. Really? From a financial step, from a oh, step forward and put. No, out, I mean, yeah. I mean, from giving twenty million dollars from that standpoint, like, oh yeah, I think I think if you offered twenty mil, then you're having a different conversation. But would they really offer twenty million dollars for a dunk contest? I don't know. How committed are they to bringing back the intensity and the star yeah. power to the dunk contest? It used to be something. Now it's dead. It, it sure did yeah. back in the day. Uh, it's been my it's been my uh, my my cause for several years now, and and now that we're reaching into the G League, it's like, come on, man! Like, this, this, <laughs> it doesn't really like. What's next? Like, where are we reaching next? Like, if, I, if we go to G League, what are we gonna do next? Suddenly, you're just calling calling players up from college just to say, hey, you want to participate in the dunk contest? High school? Why stop there? The middle college school. one's more exciting. Dunk contest. I, I believe it. I think they will. Um, Hey, Jessica, I always appreciate your Thank time. Thank you so much, Thank Jessica. You. you guys are the best. Talk to you later. Later. I, got, I know who would pay that $20 million. Who? China. You think so? They're heavily invested in the league. Their population sure. is shrinking, though. They don't I have the money. I heard that from Fishman. <laughs> they don't have the money like they used to, bro. Now, you know when they put out the call, they're going to get back to work. Well, didn't they have like and that a, population going to go back up? Well, there was like a, uh, not to get into the, you know. It was the number of deaths that really went up. Geopolitical right? stuff here, but didn't they have like a, a cap? Like you could only have like uh, two kids for a long no, time? they take the cap off. Right. Well, they, you know, now nobody wants to do it. <laughs> now nobody wants to have kids. Raising kids is hard. I get it. Oh well, be the cap is off you. You ain't stopping at one stop. I don't know what I don't know what the future holds in my household, brother. I don't. I I can't make that commitment. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, as as we've talked about before, I think this is the sixth straight year that we've come on here and said the dunk contest should be ended. Well, they're, they're ended or yes or fixed. And there's a number you could put on it to get the big boys out there. I right, well, I don't care what it is. The NBA's got it. It's just how much do you care about fixing it? They don't. At this point, they've showed us in the last few years they don't care about truly fixing it. Yeah. I don't watch anymore. I, don't, I watch the three-point contest. I get out. Now. I don't even watch the, the three-point contest. When will we learn that Desmond Bain is going to be in it? Wasn't he, wasn't he in it last year? Am I making that up? Oh, no, he was yeah, in, he was in it. He's in the three-point contest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When do we learn that he's back in it and looking to win it? He was also in the other. Uh, he was in like the, Skills? Yeah. He, I don't remember who he was with. Was his teammate the one who missed all the layups? How did he do last year? Not well. Didn't get out of the first round? Brad, that's your favorite player. You, you're, you're writing his biography. This was uh, 
he was like one of those. Uh, they did that three on three. Is that what it was? And he didn't get out. I can't. I don't. Dude, I don't. Honestly, this is the least important thing in my life right now. He won the Rising Stars Clutch Challenge with Halliburton. Okay. He won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The night before, that was a good. Yeah, that was good. Because his teammate was not the yeah. guy who kept missing layups. Scotty Barnes missed all those layups. Remember that? I, yes. That, that's my burning. It memory. was awful. That's all. That I whole thing was dumb. All-Star Weekend is incredibly difficult to follow now. It's like it's got a million different events. It's all convoluted. It's not just the dunk contest, three-point contest, and game anymore. you got all these little stupid mini-games. He was knocked out. He had an 18 in the first round, looked like last year. Who, I See, even, I know he'll be back. I can't even tell right? you. Shooter's going to shoot. Fly by, man. He's coming yeah. back. You want to improve him. He's one of the best in the yeah. league. you got to come back. Of course. He was a very popular pick last year uh, in the three-point I remember, it's all coming back now. I'll tell you this. I... I like the Grizzlies better when they are not the team that everybody's saying, look out in the West. I like them better when they're and, – and it's look. It's well, Charles isn't giving it to them. It's only your, you know, your, your nerd sites and all that. that well, I mean, so far. Rick Carlisle said they're the best team on the planet. Greg Popovich is telling people, you got a hell of a team here, enjoy it. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. I think that just comes with the territories. No, it, it, you look it, with your true. eyeballs, it's and true. then you look on paper metrically, number one in defense, yes. been number one yeah. since Jaron Jackson got back. Like, you look at them on paper, you look at how deep this team is, and you say, you know what? There, there ain't many teams you could put above them, I think, is the conversation you have with yourself and these coaches are telling themselves. Who, who, who can you, you know, just cleanly blind, put above them and say, well, they got no chance against them? You can't do that anymore. You can't do that. Yeah, no. I, you, you certainly can't do it with Denver. Yeah. Maybe you can do it with, if you want to take these two Eastern Commerce, you want to take Boston and just say you, you can do that because of their experience and what they've been through. Sure, but let's be real. Like, Grizzlies are not going to get swept in a series with Boston or Milwaukee, I yep. don't believe. Yep. And Nets, we'll see when, when Durant gets back. Yep. Like, they were on fire, but yep. right now we'll see how far they fall. And, and I'll tell you this, like, as uh, as fun and as important Steve as those contenders, crazy grit and grind runs were, you never had opposing coaches as they exited and left their press conferences saying, you got a hell of a team here, enjoy it. Like, there is a different level here, and I think everybody does understand and it's not just about this year because the grit and grind thing felt very borrowed. You know, you had an aging uh, Zach Randolph, right? Marcus Gasol, yeah, yeah. and had you were just problems. you were going counter to the rest yeah. of the league. That was like a, so, that was a borrowed thing. This feels like you could you could own it for six, seven, eight years. Well, so, the key parts of it are so young. Yeah, why could why, why couldn't you? Yeah, and you're you're there. I mean, you're first in the West. Like you're you're doing it right now. Like you're the, the ascent is complete. I mean, realistically speaking. Right. It's more about what you look like in the playoffs for the Grizzlies at this point. Right. And, and that's why I think Wednesday, listen, against the, the Cavaliers, when things slow down, which is what they love to do, you know, slowest pace in the league, number two defense, yep. that's more of a test in terms of what they've faced lately. They're out here scoring 130 last three games. That's more of a test of what playoffs will be like. Things slow down. Every possession matters more. Yep. Just more so than we've seen these last few games. So I'm, the, I'm excited about it. Did they make the, the play in the bubble or did they miss it? Do you remember? The Grizzlies? Yeah. Yeah. Did they make the play in? Yeah, wasn't that the year? That was the bubble. So I don't, I just, I don't remember. I'm, I'm just trying, I'm thinking about just sort of their. Their trajectory, yeah, right? Yeah, they did, and Phoenix did not. Remember when Phoenix didn't Phoenix get yeah, hot? Yeah, Phoenix and miss won it? every game. They won every they game, still but missed we, it. And the Grizzlies did get then, in. Yeah, but then the, the year after that, they they uh, they went to the first round, right? Lost to the Jazz in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, we then were last there. year 
they won a series and they got to the second round. Like it's been very progressive, you know. Like they they every year they have taken a step. And so if we go if we are to assume that they will stay on that pace, then this should be a year where they're in the Western Conference Finals. And I think again when you're talking about being the one seed, you are in that discussion. Who they lose to? Because they were the nine. Was it the Blazers? I don't remember. I mean, I, I don't know what I was doing back then. It, it really felt nice, and I think this is why Golden State hates Those you now. Guys. Beating them in that play-in, that was, oh, was wonderful. Huge. Was huge. On the road, in front of their place, it, it, that, that was great. It was absolutely huge. That was I remember because nobody thought they'd win that game. Yeah, I mean to do it there. I mean yeah. they got that's what upset them, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a, it's 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 it was a super impressive. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 